Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Good evening. Now, would you believe <laughs> that was a fabrication? <laughs> uh, I wish I could remember all those stories. Anyway, Matt. I mean, we could just pull up the show. It's. I know, it's but I want to. I feel like I should just get onion headlines and just read those. Or the ones off not the onion. Same thing. Anyway, Matt, hello. Hello. Hello there. Kenobi. General Kenobi. Hello. So uh what are we uh, what are we doing? Gamers 2 Podcast. Uh November twenty third. Not the twenty second, the twenty third. Uh yeah. A day late and a dollar short. Nice. I like it. So what uh what have you been up to in the nerddom the last seven days? Um watching the animes. That weeb shit. <laughs> I'm on that weeb <laughs> shit. I'm on that weeb shit. Um which it's the huge still continuing out. The only thing that's current that I'm watching is Ace of, of the Diamond, the baseball anime. Still going. Interesting. Still going. Well, not, not interesting that it's still going. Interesting you're not watching. What's that? Interesting that you're not watching. That I'm not watching? Yeah, that's what you said, right? No, I am watching. That's the only thing that's current that I'm watching. Oh, never mind then. Um, I reversed those words in my head. It's good. Keeps uh, it's the gift that keeps on giving. Um, have they won it all yet? Yeah, they've won every single game. It's a they're having a weird season. Not a weird season. Their goal is to get to the national championships. Obviously, they've just won every single game up until this point. So like that's scary, you know. Um, what else? Other than that, I've just been playing Fallen Order. Um, and it's going, you know, I think I will be done with it very, very shortly. Um, I, my frustration levels with it have dimmed because I've got accustomed to cheesing certain things as we were talking about earlier. I think some, some portions of the game are somewhat, some parts of the game are a little, a little, a little broken. Once you understand that you were looking for Gouda. And not Monterey. Everything becomes easier. Exactly. That's exactly it. Cheese jokes. Um, yeah. It's all right. I don't know. It's, 
don't know how much you want to get into it, but I mean, do we have a story about it? Not really. No. We can get into it if you want to. Because um, it's something I've been playing as well. Yeah. I mean, I just, I mean, my, I think our arguments are obvious. Like my argument, my big thing with it is that people are overhyped on it. Like that's. So I feel I th- like I think I agree, uh, but I've also seen the non-early copies mm-hmm. to say the non-influencer words start coming out, and everybody's like Jedi fallen down and can't get up because yeah. that's just. So it seems like there was the initial wave of reviewers that were like, "Oh, Star Wars," and then there was everybody else who went, "Star Wars." There's two types of people that have played this game. I like it. We're into the two type category. The first type is the people who are looking at it from the lens of all the other previous Star Wars games that's come out recently, and looking at it with those contacts. So to them. This looks like the golden egg. It is the, the best, golden ticket. It is the best of the last three. Yeah. And they're like, oh my God, this is so fantastic because all the other ones sucked. Two? Last two? No, three. If you, I'm going to count this one as number three. Best of the last three. And then there's everyone else who is looking at the game as a video game. As a, yeah. And are like, okay, it's cool. But it's got this problem, it's got this problem, and the story is mega cliche. Yes. So that's where I'm at. Take a guess where we which camp we fall in. I love Star Wars. I think the environment is awesome. The game looks beautiful. Um Yes, the game does look beautiful. I do agree. <laughs> I wish they had slightly comic comic fi comic esque or something, Deborah Wilson's eyes, because mm-hmm. they creep me out. I feel like they want to attack me. I feel like they want to be like those plants on those levels where they seek me out and they follow me. I feel like her eyes are going to do the exact same thing. They're going to pop out of her head and just... Yeah. And then, I don't know if it happened for you, but in a ninth sister fight, or the ninth sister cutscene when uh, she's on the ship like talking to you, shoulders up, not textured. Um, like there, There were textures, but they clearly were not finalized and they were very... Uh, just blotchy and like not done. I didn't have that specific issues, but yes, texture pop is a serious issue. Yeah, not I don't want to say serious issue. Like it's they, an issue when they showed the back of her, mm-hmm. everything would kind of be fixed, and they showed the front of her, and right where her like visor that's not a visor and face and everything, you're like that's not textured. My biggest issue is with. The hitboxes, um, and maybe they're not synced up with what you're seeing visually. That's the thing that's been pissing me off the most. That and going back to the ninth sister fight. I mean, I've had other problems throughout the entire game, but this is the one that's fresh in my head. Yeah. It's the last thing that I did. The ninth sister fight again. I don't know if they scaled lightsaber reach to your character model. And so, therefore, if you're a bigger character, you have a bigger lightsaber. Therefore, you have a bigger reach. That might be possible. But it shouldn't impact the size of your lightsaber. Yes, you should have more reach if you are a bigger character, like with longer arms or whatever. But your lightsaber shouldn't be longer. And there were definite moments in the Ninth Sister fight where she would make an attack that would be like her straight stab one, right? And I would dodge backwards and still act like I got run through halfway down the lightsaber. And I'm like, that did not hit me. Yeah, there's... That's my issues with the dodging, essentially. So, like, there'll be times... 
where I will dodge and visually what I'm seeing on screen, I clearly got out of the way and then I would take damage and be staggered or whatever. And then there was times where I would clearly still be basically inside the fucking character model of the other thing I'm fighting Yeah, and it wouldn't register. So like we were talking earlier, but like what I found was that when I was targeting an enemy and fighting it, if I dodged away, I never dodged away far enough. I was yeah, always if, if just the, barely inside its reach. If you did the lock-on mechanic that they yeah. have. If I un- fought, fought them untargeted, I could get away every time. And it might be because of like when you're untargeted, it's there's a, a level of randomness as to where you're going to dodge to. Right. Whereas when you're facing them and locked onto them, like you're kind of more confined. They like, want you to dodge like you're playing a fencing match where the moment you're not locked in anymore, you're allowed to literally just sprint away. Yeah. And the other issue I'm having, and it's kind of related to the hitbox and collision stuff, is with the free running, jumping, all that good stuff. Like, Oh, God. I had a, a moment leading up to the Ninth Sister fight where I was like, all right, run, run, wall run, wall run, jump, reach for the rope I missed. Yeah, like jump reach for the no missed it again. The jumps are wicked and consistent, and it has some of the classic Assassin's Creed issues to where like yes, the free running system is not tuned enough for the world and the environment that they've created, or you know whatever combination of things you want to stick in there. Like, there was a picture. I think we've seen it. I don't remember if it's on our Discord. Or what it was, or if you sent it to me or something, but it's the little stick figure that's dressed up like Assassin's Creed, and he's climbing up the wall, and then all of a sudden he just lunges into nothing. You think you remember that one that I'm talking about? It's the four panel. Yep. And he climbs, climbs, then nothing, and the next shot is the controller like through the screen or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, because there are moments where you're on the vine and he does the reach out, like, yep, that's where I need to go. And I'm like, I clearly see where I'm supposed to go. Jump. And I missed. All right. Well, don't know where I was supposed to be. Then I go up and do it again, and it turns out that I needed to be two pixels higher than where I was. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. that's dumb as shit. There's, um, yeah, so those are my main concerns with the game. And so far, it's, I wouldn't say, well, and, and our next episode that we're going to, our bonus episode, we'll, I'll go a little bit more into some stuff with it, but because it's relevant to Game of the Year stuff, but. It is. It might be relevant for our game of the year because our game of the year is calculated differently than the game of the year we're going to talk about. Our game of the year expands to everything that was released from January 1st, 2019 to December 31st, 2019, uh, where the game awards cut off right before yeah. Fall in Order came out. So it will not yeah. be in this year's. Day of. Oh, day of. Yeah. Yeah. So it will not be in this year's game of the year uh, categories for the game awards. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's definitely not getting it next year because of cyberpunk and everything else. <laughs> um, I, I, I am enjoying it. Like I'm not regretting playing it. Right. I would say at the moment, I would say like a 6.5 for me. Really? Okay. Maybe a seven. We'll see. I'm, I would probably honestly in like the eight category. Yeah. Yeah. Give it an eight. Eight because, for all the technical flaws that I have, mm-hmm. it's still good. Like it, yeah. that. That to be said, we're playing on PC, so I'm not seeing these terrible load times that I'm talking of that I've like seen people mention, and I'm also not seeing um, 
I haven't fallen through the world yet. I haven't had any any game breaking issues other than I've had it crash on me twice. I haven't crashed yet, which is I am eighty five percent sure that it's my specific to my system and right. it's the CPU thing to where throttling is in it. Not necessarily throttling. I get this. I get stutters. Like there'll be times oh. where I get the hard that hard stutter that lasts Ooh. for like fifteen twenty seconds, and sometimes it'll be up to thirty seconds. And then sometimes if it goes past that, I'm like, which it has that two times, it never recovers, and it's just stuck. And then I got to close it and I reopen it. Yeah, I haven't had that. I haven't crashed at all yet. But mm-hmm. but that's that's like specific, obviously, to my right. situation. Um. There's something I want to say about. Oh, I give it such a low score because mainly because the storyline's so cliche, right? Which puts me at to like eight as a max, closer to seven and a half probably. But eight is my. I only grade it if I do number scores. Unfortunately, I do it on half point scales. I will not dip in two point eights and shit like yeah. that. Uh, Same, but it is such a cliche story that we. You know, always expect out of a Star Wars game, unfortunately. Uh, but it is also better than Battlefront 2's story. Oh, for sure. Um, and it's still enough twists and turns, kind of, even though it's a generic story. There, there are two... I, I don't want to discuss complete spoilers, uh, but there is the one thing that gets revealed kind of early... That I'm like that. Oh my god, that's really the connection. Fuck this. Yeah. And then the other moment that like bummed me out is that cutscene I was just telling you about, where and I mean bummed me out. Not like it's depressing or anything, but I'm like, this this is completely out for what I assumed this character is. It takes a complete ninety degree turn, and then you go back to that character and they're pretend like that never happened. Mm Hmm. There's a cutscene with a character that is kind of a hard ass and whatever, and then he has this really weird, random heart to heart moment, and then he's just a sarcastic asshole right afterwards. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't want. Did you be one? Did the um? It's not development if it just has that one moment. Anyway, you've you've fought in an arena, right? Yes. Was that kind of out of nowhere yes. for you? Okay. Because, and it, it actually pissed me off that it happened. Mm-hmm. Because when that, getting there, yeah. the way you get there, I was dominating. Mm-hmm. I was like, this fight is easy. I feel good. I feel like I'm doing stuff right. And then it's just, uh oh, well, you're not going to win this one. Yeah. We yeah. have to go put fucking plot armor on some horse shit. Yeah, it's literally a plot fight, and you can't win. Yeah, <laughs> and then the entire thing is a plot fight. Yeah, but the the reason why that happened, I was like, this is so like story wise. Like, this is where did this come from? Like, what's the reason it happened? Yeah, exactly. I, I don't know. Yeah, that's the, so apparently I'm done with it, and I don't know yeah. why I did that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if we we'll fucking skip over it for anyone I guess who might play the game. But. I'm assuming just bounty hunters, just like that word is why things happen. But we can discuss it later. Um, but it's just it, when I lost the fight, I was like, oh, okay, I was supposed to. And then I see what it did, and I go, really? 
Yeah, there's a couple things. It was Guarma. It was fucking Guarma. <laughs> Guarma. It where it just goes, man. You're at least somewhat tolerating this game. What if we just yanked you right out of the damn thing? There's tunnels in that in that place. There are rooms that do not make any sense why you can go in there. Yeah. There's there's a vine rope swing. Yeah. Into a room in the hole. Yeah. That is maybe two characters deep. Mm-hmm. Nothing's in it. Nothing's in it. There's a couple parts in the game that are like that where it's like they have a random tunnel that you can go into. Yeah. For no reason. It's just there. Like Yeah, and I'm just like, did we forget to put a chest here? Is there supposed to be a chest here? Am I supposed to have an echo here? Is this just here? <laughs> uh I don't know, man. Same. Uh so what else have you been playing besides for Fallen Order? A fucking or spider simulator. Watching or reading Spiders, man. Spider. Do you not like spiders? No, just, I don't have a I don't have a spider it's thing. It's just those ones. It's just those enemies because their timings are so terribly weird to judge mm-hmm. even after killing had however many i've killed at this point i will i will avoid fighting them because i just don't want to deal with you them. know which ones i have a problem with the fucking snails really the slugs i murder those things i don't have an issue with spiders i don't know why but something with the slugs i just can't like no. i can't figure it out i can't do it let's say because the the spiders are it's just the way they have some of their attack animations where I see them do the part where they like they kind of rear back a little bit. And I'm like, okay, they rear back, roll. And then they take a second hop before they actually attack you. They rear back and they go, hop, smack. And I'm like, why are you taking a double step? Yeah. What are you, taking a fucking Euro step? What is this, NBA? You're taking layups out here? Stop that. And there's That's a traveling. way to... That's traveling, ref. Sir, please call that. There's a way to one-shot them I've done a couple of times where you get the cinematic kill. And you can kill them one hit. Oh, I and I can't figure out like how what, to how to how to, it. how to do it. Like I, I've done it a couple times, but I can't figure out what I did to do it. There was there was a moment, and if I didn't have to get past it for story, I would have ran away. Uh, there's a moment where you fight three of them. Mm-hmm. I think you're when you're climbing the tree. There's a scene or a section with three of them and a slug. Yeah, and then there's like on the next level up, there's like a bunch of the bumblebee things the yeah. fireflies yeah so i'm down there fighting all three of them and i'm just like i <laughs> hate my life because if it wasn't gonna be like a, whatever experience or whatever i would have just popped the lightsaber away and started just jumping through trees to get away yeah the other thing that's disappointing is some of the coolest speaking of that tree scene i'm just gonna rant on what i've played apparently or what i've last played that tree moment uh a lot, like some of the coolest movements sequences are happen in that tree, mm-hmm. or at least up till that point, happen in that tree. And you could set your controller down, except for pressing A. Yeah, like I, I get it, but there's entire sequences where you're fucking Sonic. Yep, and it's it's almost like it's essentially a quick time event type thing. It's it's a quick time event as Sonic. Yeah, like that that sounds weird to say in a Star Wars game. You are Sonic. You go, you hit the bumpers, same bumpers that are in Sonic. You get launched. It launches you right to the next one. That launches you somewhere else. You press A to wall run real quick. So you press A to grind on Sonic or whatever whatever the translation is. Yeah. And then you land on that dirt, mud, whatever, and you start playing SSX Tricky, yep. which I think is EA's way of saying we wanted to make Skate 4, but we can't, so here <laughs> it is. 
and you're riding that, and I don't know if you caught on to this, at one point, you're not going downhill on that. You're going up. You're going uphill. Yeah. Sliding. Mm-hmm. With no problem. And I just went... I noticed that I didn't notice it when it was happening. I noticed it afterwards when I was looking at the map. That yeah, I was like, "This goes As, uphill." I think it was the very like last section is the part where it happened. And as I was wall running to it to do the double jump to land, I looked at it and I was like, "That's flat," and then that part's up. <laughs> I was like, "Am I going to have to run through this?" And of course, nope. Just surfing USA the whole way. And I was like, I couldn't. Eight, eight, eight out of ten. <laughs> uh, I, rate it, I rate it higher than my Medal of Honor Warfighter review. That's a that's a shot back <laughs> way. That's a shot back way in the dark. But I think I put that as a six point five. Did you? Did Maybe I'm. I'm did like... some stuff fine. Multiplayer was trash. The, there so, there were a lot of other problems, but that's a different discussion. I was actually like experiencing problems where. There wasn't the respawn enemy mechanic in this, mm-hmm. uh, but you could run past a checkpoint and it wouldn't like the in Call of Duty where there's the invisible checkpoints of they'll stop spawning enemies in that Medal of Honor game. There were not you'd run past it and start and kill everything past it and whatever. And then all of a sudden you get shot in the back. Mm-hmm. Like I don't I killed everything behind and there's 30 guys behind you going like, what are you doing back here? Yeah, I've noticed that I kind of um. I'm like really harsh on games sometimes. Like, yeah, I don't know. no, that's not a bad thing, as long as you're consistent. Yeah. yeah. So when you give Half Life a ten out of ten, and I go, "You're delusional," we move on. Oh, I was just trying to think of something I would give a ten out of ten, and I think the only thing I can think of where I can confidently say I'd probably give it a ten out of ten would be God of War. Yeah, yeah, I could, get, I could, I'd come close on Red Dead probably too. Red Dead. It, Red, Red Dead, I would. It, Red Dead is truly to me a masterpiece. It's just not. There are definite moments where I'm like nine, nine, nine point five out of ten. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard for me to say it's it's a ten out of ten because it's not super approachable for yeah for everyone. But anyway, that's a, yeah. We're we'll get digressing to a, once hardcore. again. We'll get into a second episode where we can get more into that. Uh, yeah, Star Wars. Been playing that. Mm-hmm. Been playing. Uh, I haven't really played any more Need for Speed now that Star Wars has been out. That's Same. kind of been the origin launcher push for the time being. Uh, stopped playing Call of Duty for a bit. Taking a break or just, yeah, just sick of we, it? Or we just... reached a, a couple nights in a row where we're just, yeah. You know, blood pressure goes up and we're like, all right, cool. Talk to you later. Yeah. I understand. I need to just walk away. Go back to playing Battlefield because I'm sick of people sitting in corners. Claymores. Yada, yada. You know, typical Call of Duty problems that I always, you know, it's like going back to your abuser, you know. It'll be different this time. (laughs) It's not. It's not like going back to WoW, in which case I just hope that he got better drugs. That's a different thing. That's a drug dealer. Different discussion. Um, So I've been playing that, hopping Borderlands every now and then. Played a little bit of the show today. Been playing the Pokemon Sword. I'm like halfway through, roughly, I think. Maybe a little bit below half. Is there an estimate on how long that is? Or? I think their estimates are like 16 to 18 hours, I think, was what I remember seeing people saying the, when it I'm first liking, came out. I like all these games coming out that are like 20 hours, 25 hours. Like. I mean, I wish Dewey was here just so he could I could make fun of him the entire time mm-hmm. about his hate for this game and stuff like that. 
because uh, as much as I think is built up on internet hate, uh, he, him and I are of the differing opinions on things, as you could see sometimes in the group yeah. chat. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's been, I've been enjoying it. I haven't had any problems with it. It's been fun to play. I've seen some fun, some people at work have shown me some fun videos of, uh, there's been some the wild, like, was it the Wildlands you can call it or the Wild Yeah, I, the, whatever they're called. Yeah, call it that. Yeah. Wildlands. Screw. Tom Clancy's Pokemon Sword and Shield. You know, the the I know exactly what you mean. It's got a name, right? Is, yeah, but I can't remember that. Oh, okay. The Wild, I don't know. I think I mean, it's something Wild or Wildlands is pretty close. It's like That's, the Wilds or why it's something I think like that. They all sound good enough to me. Tom Clancy's Pokemon Sword and Shield. So, breakpoint. <laughs> But yeah, it's uh, there, and there have been some other like uh, video glitches that are that I've seen where I can't remember the name of the Pokemon, but it's the one we discussed where he we discussed this weeks ago during the trailer, but he like would swallow a fish or whatever and then spit it back out at somebody. Yeah, I can't remember what the name of the move is now. It's like I, a stork. I was pumped, yeah, but I was pumped about it at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a video where he catches a Pikachu mm-hmm. in the mouth and then shoots the Pikachu back at you, and that's not supposed to be a thing. I don't know also. if that's supposed to be a thing or not, but if it is, it's awesome. It's yeah. just funny to me. I wouldn't even complain if that showed up. I'd be like, it's great. So yeah, it's it's been uh it's been a fun time. I was playing a little bit today of trying to uh, I I want to do more like Pokemon Dex things. I never usually bother with completing a Pokédex or even trying mm-hmm. or anything, but because of the way the Wildlands works and stuff like that, Get screwed. It's the Wildlands. I fucking whatever. Uh, because of the way that that works, I just will go there and catch. Because before it was all the stuff before where catching didn't give you experience. Yeah, but now that catching gives you experience, I'll just run around and catch all day. So I've just been trying to complete Pokedexes and stuff as I as I go. Um, this silence brought to you by Nate drinking water. Yeah, and me trying to figure out what the Wildlands are actually called. Tom Clancy's Pokemon Shard Shield. That's the joke. All right. Uh, that and then uh, I think that's it. It's been a lot of Star Wars Pokemon. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I should I should talk about that. Uh, <laughs> that's right. You're like my, my gesture. For, was like, <laughs> the best part is like as you pointed, all I could see was the Will Smith meme where you're just like... <laughs> Yeah, so Football Manager 2020 has been played. For hold on, uh, give me. I'm going to give myself a stat check. Moment of silence. Uh, for fact checking, it is called Wild Area. Wild Area. We're 11 hours into the uh, Football Manager 2020 season, which means we're only nine hours in. Two hours were beta stuff. So okay. Nine hours into the Football Manager 2020 season. Uh, I'm somewhere like seventh place in the league. Kenny's currently in first. He's had a great beginning of the year for him. I'm really proud. I'm happy. Um, Hopefully this is the year that he wins the league over me. He's I finished mean, you, higher than me before. Do you really hope that, though? He's never won the league, but he has finished higher than me, I believe. But he has never managed to win the league. I have won the league. Mm-hmm. So I'd, it'd be cool to see and be able to do it. Is there any, especially with the squad and our both of our current states, where we're considering ourselves in kind of like a rebuild, retooling, where we both have okay squads, 
but we both agree we need to change up some players that are in them and whatever. When there are two powerhouse teams in Liverpool and Man City that I just beat Liverpool 3-0 and I that's the game you watched or the end of as you came in. Yeah. And I was I was I was basically I, th- I feel like I was pretty calm, but there was definite moments as I was scoring the goals in the game where I was just doing the yeah, I'm just on the sideline running up and down doing this. Mm-hmm. Manager I, I wasn't sure until I got a clear look at the screen. I thought it was actually you were watching a soccer game. Mm. And it didn't help that you had I had a clip up on an actual yeah. clip up on the other monitor. I was like, oh, he's just watching some soccer game. Must be something happening. And then, like, I kind of looked at it, and I was like, and you realize that's clearly not good graphics at all. And yeah, I was like, oh, it's a, well, then I was, I thought initially, I'm like, all right, it's a, it's a stream, you know, it's a shitty stream. Yeah. And then I, there's like stats on this something going on or something. And I was like, oh, this is this is the football manager. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is the he shoes he who shall not be named. <laughs> the game that shall not be named. Yeah. Um, is there any glaring improvements, changes, anything like that that you've noticed some right quality, away? Quality of life stuff in menus and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, contracts and how they deal with stuff like that. Um, so now our the contracts that we get as managers are no longer... They used to be just, here's how we want you to play football. You know, we want you to play an attacking style, yada, yada. Yeah. And then here's each season, here's what we think you should be doing in terms of in the league, in this cup, in this cup, like where we think you should finish, if we care at all, stuff like that. Now they've made our contracts in a way that show like a five-year plan kind of. Where they're like, in season one, this is what we think you can do. Mm -hmm. In season two, we want you to be able to push further. And then season three, we're not too worried. And then season four, we think you should do more. Like they break out predetermined almost where they're like, this is what we actually think going forward, what you should Mm -hmm. be able to accomplish. Um, And then it's the same thing kind of when you go back to players. uh, We haven't gotten to a transfer period yet, so we haven't been able to sign anybody to actually like see it happen. But there are ways of like you could sign a younger player and be like, you're a younger player. In two years, I'm expecting you to be on the bench for me. By year three, you should be starting. Mm-hmm. And you can put that all in their contract so that way, like, all their expectations are actually met and you're not having to just constantly re sign new contracts, yada, 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 and all this stuff. So there's been a lot of quality of life changes. Uh, we haven't done really any youth development either because we're just so new into the season, but that's entirely changed. Uh, but so far, so far, uh, so far, we're not actually complaining too much. That's good. We've seen one-on-one goals go in. We've seen some balls get crossed back inside the box instead of blasted into the side netting. Not a lot, but some, which is an improvement. But yeah, we're we're getting there. And then after we uh, finish recording, I'm going right back in. Recording both. Getting the uh, the addiction is 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 still there. Oh, it never goes away. The the problem usually becomes one of us gets like too busy or whatever. Especially more around summertime. Yeah. Because uh, otherwise, I don't see a reason we would ever really stop playing. If we could help it. I've always wondered sometimes why we keep buying the new one. <laughs> I do wish the one thing that they could do, and maybe they will in a couple of years, is allow me to bring my save with me. 
I'm surprised but they with the new features on top of it. Yeah, I'm surprised they don't have that. But I guess I would. That's probably a lot of. Oh yeah, I'm sure it's a lot of stuff. And you're dealing with people say yada yada yada. But it would be pretty cool to be able to do that. But yeah, so that's been that's been what I've been doing. Fantastic. Uh, I've been watching Man in the High Castle halfway through the final season of that. Did it drop all at once? Yep. Good on you. Good on you, Amazon. It's a good time. I'm enjoying it. Uh, I think that's Mandalorian we've been watching. And I think that's it. Yeah, the Mandalorian. After I'm a big fan of that fight scene. I, I'm really thrilled that they did that just I, because for the development of you know of what Mandalorians, Mandalorians yeah. are. I'm I'm all down for what they did. Like I said, I just wish there was that one melee moment. Yeah. Of the forger that just walks out with these two melee weapons and hucks one and spears somebody to a wall, mm-hmm. and then just goes buck wild on somebody else. But you only see it all that that entire shot takes six seconds. Yeah, and then you never see them again. I just th- hope that they don't. I hope this isn't like the last time we see Mandalorian, the Mandalorian like, community. I guess. The, yeah. My guess is it wouldn't be only because they said you'd have, you know, he mentions you'll have to relocate. Relocate. Yeah. So I'm assuming he goes back to find them at some point. Yeah, I hope so. Especially after the Iron Man moment. Well, that's the part that uh, that worries me is because it was very much a send off, you know? It, so it's it, like almost like saying, you know, good luck. It wasn't, it wasn't, but it also could have just been like, the, hey, we're fine down there now. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah. But it, that, that moment was also super. I'm like John Favreau. Come on, now we've yeah. done these shots. We know it wasn't, we know where you're pulling this from, bud. Yeah, we've watched Marvel. Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, it it was specifically the salute. Like if they had just flown up alongside him and like looked and like could have done like a little subtle head nod or yeah, like or just just looked and then dipped away, I w- it would be okay. Or it's even the, even just said, yeah. Uh, what I don't. know. It's like this is. This is the way. This is the way. That was it. Yeah. Even he just means. looks at him, he just kind of does the nod and goes, this is the way. This is the way. Yeah. Cool. See you later. Yeah. But the captain, see you later. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, what? Yeah. It's interesting, too, because the way they interacted, it's hard to discern if there's, like, ranks. Right. So. Right. <sighs> Anyways. Let's get the show all rolling with Nate's corner of new release goodness. Good evening and welcome. I have many a wear for sale, Matthew. Because you have wear. wear if you have coin. <laughs> if you have lots of coin, you can buy my big number one release. Google Stadia. Google Stadia. Stadia now has existed in the wild. I'm sure we're about to talk about it later. <laughs> we actually are not going to talk about okay, it. Okay, so apparently it sucks. But we warned you all about this for a while. Yes, it's rough. Um, are they doing? Do you? If they do a trial, I kind of want. I want to try it. Check it out. Obviously. But yeah, I, I. It was my same thing where I was like, I kind of want to buy it just because I want to check it out. But I don't want to spend 130 dollars to check it out. I. I just want to see how. I want to see it for myself. I want to yeah. put my hands on it. Yeah. Same. Uh, there is a free service called Rainway. Okay. That apparently has been getting a lot of attention and after 
all these failures about how good it can be. And huh. it allows you to, from what I understand, Rainway would allow you to run your games on anything and also act as a single launcher. Hmm. Like you would link all your accounts into it and it would probably do its own kickoff of launching the other launchers. I've never heard of this. I hadn't either until I started seeing stuff on Twitter when I started seeing the input lag GIFs for Stadia. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's obviously Project X Cloud and some other stuff that'll be on its way. Amazon, I'm sure, is about to walk into the the same space with something, too. Yeah, we do have a st- little story on that one. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, the Rainway one, completely free, so it made me intrigued. Yeah, some of the... I, that's why I was trying to remember just now. One of the funny things about Stadia is the, if you get Stadia and with the intentions of only using it with a browser, I'm like, a, say, a PC, right? you still have to have a cell phone to set it up. Really? Yeah. Huh. And it has to be a phone that... Is obviously on approved list or whatever. Yeah, that can download the app and and work it correctly. Interesting. Yes, I think that's a massive oversight. Yeah, I think that's exactly what it is. It was like a huge oversight because that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, no. but speaking of other things that Khajiit has for sale, if you have coin, some of them that don't make sense. What? Do I have things out here that don't make sense? Well, yeah, the games themselves. Namely, the second one. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Shenmue 3 is out for PlayStation and PC. Which I had a heart attack right there, Matt. Why? Shenmue 3 exists. It does exist. It's been the long-running joke since this show was created in 2017 mm -hmm. that Shenmue 3 would not see the light of day. And for the better part of two and a half years, it did not see the light of day. And as far as I'm concerned, whatever cave it came out of, it can crawl right back inside of. <laughs> I like that. Um, you could say this is an episode of things that don't make sense. That all don't make sense, but also did not expect to ever see the light of day. Is this the were gamers too wrong? Question mark podcast title. I don't know. It could be, I guess, for the clicks. Yeah. I'm but sure are we ever wrong? No. I spin every narrative, so I'm correct. Shenmue 3 should not see... He could be a Republican. Or just any politician. That's <laughs> yeah, true. Let's play the party lines here. I'm a politician at that point. That's true. I'm going to tell you what I want to your face, and then as you turn away, I stab you in the back. Number three. Speaking of stabbing friends in the back, Munchkin Quacked Quest for the PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. You know that card game Munchkin? You want to kind of play something similar to it, or at least made by the Steve Jackson people? There you go. Munchkin's quite popular. Yeah, it's ruined a lot of my friendships. <laughs> and when I say ruined a lot of my friendships, ask a person person you work with about Munchkin. Ah. You'll get some stories. Not from me specifically, but about how I've screwed them over. Okay. Potentially. We'll see. Number four, The Curious Tale of the Stolen Pets for PlayStation. The World Rally Championship 8, FIA, don't know what that part stands for, World Rally Championship for the Switch. 
Did I say World Rally Championship twice? You bet your ass I did, but I didn't title their game. Ah, I didn't notice that. It does say WRC, and then... I don't know what FIA is, but... It's the... Uh... It's, Fe- it's Federation of Internal Affairs. <laughs> uh, essentially, it's like Federation of International Automotive, but it's not in English, so it's like Federale. Uh, it's you know, it's some yeah, Federales. <laughs> it's some like French thing, I think, or something. Anyway, yeah. So if you want to race rally style on the Switch, you can do it now. Number six, the Children of Morta for the Switch. Seven, you get Farmers Dynasty for PlayStation and Xbox. That's a f- new one. So here's here's the kick. You know, I am always gonna. If I see a farmer game, man, yeah, it's on the list. It goes on the list. Yeah, because we are sponsored by FarmersOnly.com. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was gonna, I was gonna say we're sponsored by Future Farmers of America. Oh, both. <laughs> you, they're all the same people. The people that are in that they're group, all farmers. Yeah, the people that are in that group are on Farmers Only. It's just it's the the old. You know, I created a profile on. Future Farmers of America, I couldn't find the love of my life because I swiped left on the wrong person. So I went to FarmersOnly.com so I could find the right one. <laughs> I shouldn't make fun of Farmers because they do a lot of good things. But at the same time, Farmers Dynasty for the PlayStation and Xbox. In case you ever got tired of doing the real field work, now you can do it on your console. Number eight, Narcos, Rise of the Cartels for the PlayStation and Switch. Also farming. In a way, drugs, yeah. but yes. Mind you, this is on the Switch. Does that not, like, put a question mark in your head? Because it does on mine. That is interesting. Sniper Ghost Warrior Contracts for the PlayStation Xbox. We watched the video. Thoughts? Um, I mean, initially... I believe, I believe it's also out for the PC, but I'm not positive. I mean, my gut reaction initially was the a cheap version of Sniper Elite. But... It it looks like it could be fun. Not anything I would probably play, but it's it looks fun in a I would watch Sark play it sort of way. Oh yeah. I mean I'd watch Sark play anything. So yeah. number ten, Vader Immortal got its third episode on PC and Oculus. Number eleven, Debris for PlayStation. Number twelve, Lost Ember for PlayStation. Number thirteen, we're going to Civ Six for its PlayStation and Xbox debuts. Stretch goes to PlayStation, and Where the Water Tastes Like Wine goes to Switch. What's that game about? I'm sure it's artsy. I'm pretty sure... (gasps) You did it. You've never done that. You're sitting in it. Oh, my God. It's a proud dad moment. (laughs) Or a confused dad moment, because I don't know why he's doing it. Isn't that a bed for him? That's why I have it up here. Was just because I don't think he likes the hard floor. Mm-hmm. He tries to be in like warmer spots. Because if I even if I'm sitting here, right? Yeah, he will not come sit unless he thinks he's going to get in my lap. He will sit on the carpet outside the door and stare at me. <laughs> I wonder. You know, what would be really funny is if he does sit in it when you are like on your computer and like totally. Just whenever in. I happen to glance over, he, <laughs> he just, just quick. like gets out real quick. He's like, "No, I'm on the carpet. I didn't move. What? What are you looking at me for?" That would be a totally a cat thing, though. Like, That'd be a, totally a Tom and Jerry cat thing, though. Yeah, I guess. So, to get into the actual news, do you want one or two? <clears throat> Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Um, I guess I'll, I'll do one. Okay. All right. Uh, we're a fan of video game accessibility, so we're going to tell you about Logitech's new adaptive gaming kit. Way to, way to just assume what yeah, I, I did. Like. I did assume hardcore. Tell me, I'm a, <laughs> tell me, I'm a fan of people playing video games, no matter if they have disabilities or not. <laughs> where, did, where did you get off? Uh, you think I support? I don't extra get life. Off. That's my secret. Or other. Like the crash carts for kids. I don't know if you if you know what those are. I don't. Oh uh, yeah, no, I do. They're the ones in the hospitals. Yeah, that well, there's are things like a called crash game. carts, which yeah. are not good. Yeah, but there's also things. I think they call. I, I thought they were called crash carts. I think they are, but I know there's different versions of yeah. them. But they're basically like fully done up cabinets on wheels that can wheel into children's hospital rooms that they can play video games on, and they can just mm-hmm. wheel them around like they're fully functioning. Yeah, individual cabinets. I think the only thing you might have to plug it into the wall or something, but they yeah. can just wheel. It has a TV on it and all the cons. Like those things are awesome. That is, that is, they're fantastic. Like, and I kind of, I don't have a need for one, but it would be cool to build one. It'd be cool to build one, but I'd also just be down for giving one to a hospital. Yeah, for sure. I wonder you can do it. Yeah, I was gonna say. There's I wonder a, if there's like ones that are like. Uh, I'm ass- I'm assuming there's, there's organizations there that are, that are specifically that do make that, them and you put, donate. Yeah. yeah, that's why I, I'm trying to think of the name of being crash cart because there's definitely a organization that I know is associated directly with doing that. Yeah, I can't remember which. Uh, I don't. I don't think it's Child's Play. I don't think it's. I don't remember which exact organization it is. But if it didn't cost me probably too much, and I think it does cost me too much for what I'm thinking, I would 100 percent drop one in a hospital. Yeah. 
I'm assuming there's still a couple thousand dollars. My my guess as well. Yeah. Uh, Let's see here. So the Adaptive Gaming Kit is a collection of 12 buttons and triggers designed to work with Microsoft's Xbox Adaptive Controller uh, to make gaming more accessible to people with disabilities. Uh, The buttons plug into the Adaptive Controller's 3.5 millimeter jacks. The triggers plug in via USB. And all of them can then be mapped to different controller functions to play Xbox or PC games. I don't know. For some reason, I must have forgotten or I'd never read it somewhere. I, did, I for some reason, didn't realize that the adaptive controller works on PC. I don't know why I never that's cause you're. That's because you're ignorant, Matt. That's, that's very true. I'm very ignorant. <laughs> um, Microsoft's Xbox <laughs> adaptive controller has supported third-party inputs like these since launch, but Logitech's bundle is a far more affordable way to get yourself kitted out with a wide range of accessories. Uh, previously, individual buttons would cost almost $50 each when bought directly from Microsoft. Uh, Logitech's kit, meanwhile, includes three small buttons, three large buttons, four light touch buttons, and two variable trigger controls, all for $100. Um, along with the buttons and triggers, the kit also includes two game mats, one rigid, one foldable, which you can use to arrange the buttons in a layout that works for you uh, using the included Velcro ties. There are also stickers so you can label each accessory with the controller button it's mapped to. The Adaptive Gaming Kit was developed in partnership with a number of accessibility groups, including the Able Gamers Charity, the Abilities Good Research charity. Center at Mount Science Sin- 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 Mount Sin- Sin- Sinai. Sinai. That's how I would pronounce that. Okay. It's and not Sinai, which is the other way I would say it. Yes. But. Well, Mount Sinai is an actual. Like, is it? I'm pretty sure Mount Sinai has religious connotations to the name. And special effect was the last charity. Able Gamers. I don't know. Steve Spawn, I believe, is the. Able Gamers I've heard of. I believe it's Steve Spawn is the head of that one. Big, big advocate for uh, accessibility. Yeah. Number two. One of the most notable writers in video games has a new home. Today, Skydance Media announced a new internal studio that will be helmed by Amy Hennig, best known for her work on the Uncharted series. I'm going to sound disjointed because this woman has been rumored and bounced around for how many different studios now? Since This one's number four, four, I think. It's... We'll see. Well, if we include the ones she actually bounced to for a very short amount of time, it's probably like six. Yeah. Henning will be joined by veteran EA producer Julian Beek, and the pair is building a new team in San Francisco with the... Why does everybody go to San Francisco? I don't know. Like It's supposed to be stupid expensive. Yeah. That came up... I can't remember which, which... It was Ubisoft, I think, maybe, who was like... We don't like we're we're not putting any more studios in in the West Coast basically because it's too expensive. Yeah. Anyway, with the goal of creating and this is the other thing you're gonna do it with a new studio. Mm-hmm. You're gonna risk. Okay. Yeah, I don't know, man. I I have some other stuff with this story as well. So all right. So issues. They are building a new team in San Francisco with the goal of creating narrative focused games on quote emerging streaming platforms end quote. Amy Hennig has this to say, quote, Julian and I are thrilled to be part of the Skydance creative team and excited to partner with Skydance to explore this new frontier in entertainment while pioneering new ways to tell immersive stories through technology. 
Our goal is to create inviting and innovative experiences with the high production values and visual fidelity that will set the standard in this new media landscape, end quote. So related to what you were saying about her jumping around or getting bounced around so much. Um, jump, jump, and jump I, around. I don't recall ever reading anything about it. I don't know if you have, but like I am starting to assume that she's somewhat difficult to work with. That's what was told of her leaving Uncharted. I know, but then when it was just... That just one situation? Yeah, when it was just the one situation and it was just Naughty Dog and, and the main people, and it was rumored, and then no one corroborated that. I was right. like, all right, maybe there was a disagreement of But some now kind. all this other stuff has happened. I've, I've wondered the same thing mm-hmm. as I've seen this news pop up and stuff like yeah. that. And people are like, I can't wait to see what she does or whatever. I'm like, it, it might not be what you guys remember because it might... If it, if it is potentially difficult to work with her, it... Will yeah. have ramifications. I'm assuming that she's difficult to work with because she clearly is talented. But I'm assuming she she knows she's talented, or she thinks she's more talented than she is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, or she? I mean, there's all possibilities, and I don't want to keep speculating. Yeah, we're, we are what completely speculating at this. Point. Yeah, into what into what could go wrong or whatever. But it also could be a situation of too many hands in the pot. Or yeah one hand in too many pots type mm-hmm. of thing where she tries to get too involved in certain areas and then just like bogs micromanaging. Everything. Yeah. Like bogs everything down. I mean, that would fit the narrative based on uncharted the all the games and their when they were supposed to come out based on when they came out. Yeah. Like, I mean, for the one that she dealt with, I should say it's possible, but Hey, we'll see. Maybe they'll, uh, maybe they'll make a, a streaming service exclusive? That's yeah. what it sounds like. What was the one that was on Netflix? Black No, it was a Black Mirror. Was it a Black Mirror one? They did the movie, the interactive movie. I've only watched a couple episodes of Black Mirror. It was I probably remember, though. I can't remember what it was called. No, it's not Black Mirror. Um there was a it was the creators of Black Mirror, I think. Yeah. And Black I oh god. It was a movie though, and it was interactive. Yeah, but it was, it was like a choose your own adventure type thing. Yeah, it it was the, I think the creators of Black Mirror, but it wasn't Black Mirror. Yeah. I remember. I know, I know what you're talking yeah. about, but I can't remember the name. I remember that's like she was upset, like she loved that, and she was going on about it at some talk that she had at you know one of the expos right. or conventions or whatever. It would be interesting. Uh, I do want to mention because we're not going to talk about it. Wait, mm-hmm. are we about to talk about uh, one, two, three? I'll talk about it after four. Never mind. Mm-hmm. I have a comment to make after story number four. Okay. Um, we already number three. Three, three, ah, ah, ah. We already know that the PlayStation Five is coming next year, and that its controller will have a few new features. Uh, now we might have new what features? All right. I I, I don't know if we were said trading features st- I don't, I don't, and futures yeah. together. I don't know if we were trading stocks or not, so I was getting real confused. Uh, now we might have an idea of what the new controller could look like based on images from a patent filed in Japan. Uh, at first glance, the controller looks a lot like a DualShock 4, which isn't too surprising. We can see that a lot of elements carried over from uh, the DS4, a, a similar-looking D-pad, similar button placement, and what appears to be a touch bar. Uh, the grips seem to be a little wider and slightly more rounded, and there's a square-shaped piece under the PlayStation button, which is theorized to be a microphone. Uh, looking at the controller from other angles... 
um, reveals that the thumbsticks appear to be a bit shorter than those on the DS4. Uh, there's a USB-C port on the back, and apparently the light bar on the back of the controller is gone. Uh, we should note that this is a patent that was filed on March 20th of 2019, so there's a good chance that the design has changed somewhat. Do you want to see photos? Uh, you can flash one at me quick. Ooh, flashing. Ooh, hey. It's a good if thing we're, it's a, good thing we're a radio podcast, otherwise Twitch would ban me. Um, Get it? It's a penis joke. Well, <laughs> well, all right. I, I mean, I don't need to, I, I'm not going to need to see it too bad. Can we get rid of the touchpad? So I'm, I don't care that the light bar is gone. I actually liked the light bar. I thought it was a neat feature. Uh, even though it didn't really do anything technically, it was just a nice little light indicator. But the touchpad was useless. I agree. I and thought I th- also uh, think we can get rid of the speaker in the controller. The also, speaker I'm on the useless. fence about because I actually enjoyed it when it was used well. Um, just let it, just put it in the headphone jack and maybe put it in headphones. Don't have yeah. stuff just playing out of my speaker because then in GTA. When you program it to only work out of the cell phone, the cell phone calls only work out of the controller, and then my controller stops playing audio out of it, I can't fucking hear Lester. Yeah. So I don't know what he's saying, and I just have to assume the phone call is going fine, and then go back to my hideout for the next mission. What's funny to me is I we're <laughs> we're hitting a point where like I feel like the the PlayStation controller and the Xbox controller are just merging into the same thing. Well, I mean, yes, they are. I don't like the idea of lowering the thumbsticks. I'll say that. Interesting. I don't want them raised. They don't need to be lowered. See, we we you probably lower, have different... The lower you get, the closer you get to the switch. We probably have different opinions on this because my I have small hands. And I know you have like normal slash larger sized hands. All right, man. We don't even want to talk about my <laughs> hands. I have small hands. It's, you know, Trump hands. Yeah. All right. Kendall. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it's a thing of I, the two small. You remember, you remember Vita's? You remember that time where they existed? Vita what? Vita, Vita, Vita Island? Who? Yeah, Vita Island, man. <laughs> got nuked. <laughs> Yeah, I got super nuked, especially after Geo Corsi walked away. Uh, remember the C stick? The stick that was like your D-pad? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really, really low? Mm-hmm. That's where you're pressing towards. I don't like it. Not you pressing, specifically. Pressing towards the Steam controller is what they're pressing towards. Oh, yeah, to a <laughs> haptic input? Yeah, that worked out real well. They couldn't give those away. Uh, are they still selling them? GameStop might they're, I'm pretty sure they're all discontinued but GameStop might have pallets of them that they can't get rid of <laughs> nice number four Amazon is expected to announce its own game streaming offering next year and potentially launch it by Christmas that's according to two sources familiar with the company's plans who spoke to CNET as part of the site's roundup of streaming strategies from the big players including Google Sony and Microsoft Rumors first emerged that Amazon was working on a streaming service earlier this year, and CNET reports it's now gearing up for an announcement. The company has also been reportedly hiring talent from major game firms, including Microsoft. Meanwhile, job listings for a new initiative within the Amazon Web Services team are believed to be for the streaming service. 
One of these suggested that Amazon will integrate the service into Twitch as well as some of its other businesses. Google has plans for similar integration between Stadia and YouTube. And for Nate's fun comment that he was going to make that has nothing to do directly with Amazon unless he leaves Google, whatever that guy's name is that launched Google also launched the Xbox One and the PS3. He is tied to the three worst console launches. <laughs> I got way bigger of a kick out of that than I probably should have. <laughs> I just saw it like randomly th- scrolling through Twitter, and I was like, that is fucking hysterical. I need to it, add that yeah, to Matt. Yeah. I really... I was kind of upset because like, I never have... like, I always see it, and I think it's great, and I want to share it with other people, but like, no one else would appreciate it other than usually the person who fucking sent it to me. Right. So like, I'm like, oh, who do I show this to that'll think it's funny? No one. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? Hello, would anyone like to hear my story? Uh, this guy has a really bad business history. <laughs> Hello? But people keep hiring him. Oh, yeah. He can keep getting jobs. Uh, Do you want to launch a brand new product and have it not sell well? Hire me. That's crazy. My uh, business card includes the PS3 launch, the Xbox One launch, and the Google Stadia launch. Oh yeah, those all those are all pretty decent products. Don't talk about the launch periods though. That's all I'm saying. You know, nobody wants to remember that. Uh, yeah. So Amazon thoughts. I'm assuming a low service version of it would be included in Amazon Prime. I'm assuming. I think Amazon has a better shot of doing a successful version than Google does actually. Amazon is like apparently their well, cloud. I think they do now. I think if they were both racing at the same time, I wouldn't put either horse either horse in front of the other. But now that Stadia came out of the gate, it looks like it has two gimp legs. Yeah. So at least a healthy not injured horse should be able to run past it with no problem. Mm-hmm. But that horse might be Rainway. I'm just going to, it blows me away. This There's this already free option that exists to do this. So that's why I keep mentioning Rainway. No way sponsored. Just funny to me that it's a free version that already exists. And Stadia is like, you guys want to buy pay $129 for a thing in a controller? There's two things that come to mind immediately that I think give Amazon a leg up when it comes to cloud gaming. Number one. One is apparently their cloud infrastructure is significantly larger than any other companies, including Google's. Uh, yeah, AWS is kind of massive. I yeah. actually have something to tell you about AWS after this podcast. Yeah, discussion though. Um, I knew that, but it didn't really come into context until I started. I heard a thing about um, the military's contract they put out for cloud, and like I read a little bit, heard a little bit about it, and I was like, oh fuck, like you know, whatever. Uh, the second thing is that Amazon is in a position to have more leverage over companies for negotiating purposes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They have so a, like they have a much bigger dick to swing if you would. Yeah, use it in that term. Yeah, they carry a, a very large stick. Yeah, um, <laughs> they don't speak softly though. <laughs> they don't. Uh, so I'm gonna beat you with this large <laughs> stick. <laughs> 
So, like, you know, they can make the deals to get the shit on their service if they had to. Yeah. So. And I could definitely or threaten. See, I could definitely see them saying, if you have Twitch Prime, if you have Amazon Prime, you have Twitch Prime, and with Twitch Prime comes uh, access to a certain amount of catalog games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just another way to just start yeah. keeping rolling could, into Amazon Prime. They deals. could just be like, they could do things to promotions where, like, if you are, I don't know, who's a prominent Twitch streamer now that didn't, that didn't leave to go to Mixer? didn't leave to go to Mixer. Doc. Uh, Doc. They could go, all right, like, Doc's running a special promotion, you know, especially, he's, he's got a deal going with COD where, you know, if, if you're a subscriber to Doc's channel, you can play COD for the weekend free, you know, like... Yeah, they, there's a lot they could potentially do to leverage uh, a lot of benefits yeah. out of it. Yeah. All right, moving on. But if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. That's their whole thing. Got to get it to work first. Uh, number five, uh, we're gonna we're following the Bioware story. Oh, More if you guys want to hear about Bioware... This is the Bioware episode or Bioware section <laughs> of the podcast where Matt tells us something about Bioware and Nate goes, "Who fucking cares?" Exactly. There's multiple things in this podcast coming up that is Nate's not going to enjoy. I'm sorry you are listening. Former- but if you're listening and you get enjoy enjoyment out of my misery, oh, you're about to love the next few probably. I think a lot of people would enjoy that. My, uh, former my Bio- misery, <laughs> my misery is entertaining. I do I do acknowledge that my misery is entertaining. And my misery is entertaining to the point where I will allow misery to happen to me. Because I like making people laugh, Matt. It's like playing a piccolo. Well, let me tell you about Bioware that you don't care about. Please, Matt. Tell me the... how great Mass Effect Andromeda and Mass Effect 3's <laughs> ending were. Former... Anthem didn't launch with any problems. Can't wait to see what the next one is. We didn't move Star Wars the older public off of our servers and off of our plate because we didn't know what to do with it after we launched. Former- Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Former Bioware general manager Aaron Flynn has elaborated on some of the issues presented by the Frostbite engine, comparing EA's internal technology to an F1 racing car for both its huge power and the difficulty of extracting a peak level of performance. Uh, Flynn was one of the keynote speakers at Reboot Develop Red in Banff, Banff, Canada. Badass mother. <laughs> Banff. But... Oh, in Banff, Canada. Yeah. Has a really beautiful lake. Does it? Yes. It's like if you see lakes on Reddit or like mm-hmm. pictures. I've never heard of Banff, Canada. Uh, I believe it's Banff National Park. Okay. Uh, it, I can't remember. Now it's really bugging me. I can't remember the name of the lake beautiful serene definitely a destination we need to go to it's like above montana i think okay i think it's that far out I will i'm a little i'm a little rough on my canadian geography forgive me nova scotia is an island i will i will look I it no, up I after nothing, after that i got nothing else <laughs> um Let's see here. His talk was broadly about the value of good efficient tools and making best the best games um <clears throat> With Flynn describing the subject as, quote, the most important thing to game developers nowadays, end quote. Flynn compared the Frostbite engine to a Formula One car, which can move incredibly fast and represents the pinnacle of a certain kind of tech. However, F1 cars are also very difficult to run at their peak and prone to issues that need to be tended to by large groups of specialists. 
And I have a quote that I pulled to shorten this so that we don't have to talk about it forever. Quote, we couldn't seem to find our footing with the tools in this case. And the frustrating part was this was all on my watch as general manager. And I had to think a lot about when I was finally out of electronics, electronic arts, I had to think a lot about why was that? Why was it so hard to make these tools? I have a history of making tools. What was I missing? End quote. Um, and as a side note, uh, Bioware appears to be rebranding itself. Uh, the company's official Twitter account is ador- ador- adorned with a new, more rounded text logo and a brand new brand design website. Brand new features a whole page of freshly designed assets. Uh, it's like this. It's that clean, flat, modern look. Ah, it's the. I hope everybody realizes we're new Bioware and yeah. not that old, dirty Bioware that exactly. made all those bad games. So it's kind of funny. Bioware is, I'm intrigued with the story of what's happening here because obviously I, I have a fondness for Bioware, been burned by it a few times now. Um, and it's fun to see how people react now because like I've kind of practiced the art of removing myself from how I feel. And it's interesting to yes, watch. Matt, we have no emotions. It's interesting to watch. Like, so everyone received for the most part, the, the news about them rebuilding Anthem was received with like a neutral slash slightly positive feeling. And then they did the rebrand as well. And that was a big no, no. The rebrand immediately after that news dropping, they should have let that news settle for a while and then rebranded later. The rebrand, people are like, this is fucking, like, immediately turned everyone off again. Right. So, that's fun. In in Football Manager, it'd be like yelling and saying, get creative, mm-hmm. which is a shout you can do in game. And yeah. Whatever. You yell, get creative, and then right as that little bonus runs out, you turn around and demand more, which is a different version. And the players just turn around and go, what the fuck? Yeah. You can't yell at them too much. It doesn't, you know, do yeah, some stuff. Yeah. There's, there's cool down. Yeah. You got to, you got to space out how you want to talk to people. You got to hit it with a big, <clears throat> here's Anthem. All right, cool. Give it three months. Yeah. Get to the the Christmas break and then rebrand. Mm-hmm. Start the new year. Start 2019, new Bioware. Yeah. New new year, new me. Whole Re- thing. Rebrand. Make the whole joke out of it. Rebrand when Cyberpunk comes out. So fucking literally no one will look at you. Yeah. Don't even tell people you're rebranding. Just do it. <laughs> there's, there's a Just lot of do it. <clears throat> Don't let your dreams be dreams. They let their they did that and Anthem failed. That's a picture they of, dreaming of uh, Banff National Park. It's pretty fucking Banff, if you ask me. Yeah, and that is Lake Moraine, I believe. Lake Moraine. See now that I've heard of Moraine, M O R A I N E. That's the like normal lake shot that you'd always see for that. Banff National Park. Man, I need to go places in my life. I'll marry somebody there someday. All right, that's that's. I'm just gonna get ordained and perform the wedding, though. I'm not gonna be the one getting married. Oh, because we know how my life is gonna end up. So I'm just gonna go spend thirty dollars oh. online and find two people that okay want to have a runaway right. that vacation there. It doesn't make me happy, but it makes me money. I'll just charge them $30 and the certificate was free and then everything after that's profit. All right. There you go. So if you guys are interested in uh, Nate's... Uh, just let me know. I'll get ordained. ordained. Ministry business. I'll tell you what. I'll make a quick ceremony real quick. You, you, do, do. We're out. Let's drink. 
Let's do it. I will say the bare minimum I'm needed to. If you need long-winded speeches, I will also do that. Mind you, we're going to hit the same points a few times. Just but we'll get through it. <laughs> Some would say the sun rises in the west and sets in the east. But I say, why does it not rise in the east and set in the west? <laughs> this is the problem with a flat earth. Sir, we're at a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> And then I'll just get kicked out immediately. Number six, our friends at Rebellion. We got friends at Rebellion. Okay. Man, we have friends at Rebellion. Just like play along. Yeah. That guy. Yeah. <laughs> They've made games we've enjoyed. I know. I'm going to call them friends until they tell me to stop with a restraining right. order of some kind. <laughs> I like that. All right. Cool. I'm not doing anything aggressive. I'm just saying they're friends, you know? Friend of the show that has no has never heard of us, Rebellion, is expanding into a new industry with the launch of Rebellion Unplugged, a new division dedicated to board games. The UK publisher and developer already produces video games, books, comics, and has branched into TV and film production. Now the film now the firm, sorry, is capitalizing on the rising popularity of tabletop games by bringing its IP to this market. Rebellion Unplugged's first release will be Sniper Elite, the board game, based on the firm's popular World War II shooters. An early version will be playable at PAX Unplugged in Philadelphia next month with a Kickstarter campaign due to launch in early 2020. Nate would like to comment and say he will probably back this if it looks substantial, because why not? Also will comment that I hope bullet time is me throwing something at you. You'll probably be able to play it, actually. I mean, if they're doing... If they do it at Plugged, they might do it at East, but they might not. Unplugged is the board game one. Yeah. So, they may, they may not. You know, it, it, We shall see. Yeah, I'm not going to hold my breath on you. You shall see. I'll be home. I told you to do it, man. I told you to come. I know. Oh, well. Decisions were made, not by me. It's fine. No, I think they were made by you and wary of the other party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. More because you didn't want to get 90 lashings again. Uh, no, I I hope bullet time, though, is like just me picking up a piece and throwing it at your face. <laughs> I'm curious how they're going to implement. What if it's zombies? Zombie sniper elite instead of just regular sniper elite. I'm assuming it's a... You know what? I'm not going to assume. I'm just going to be happy with whatever they do. Okay. Or hope to be happy by whatever they do. Yeah, we'll go that way. I've I've enjoyed every sniper elite I've played. Yeah, I think Sniper Elite is super fun. I mean, it's... I still have the Zombie Army trilogy that we've never same, obviously, never touched. Yeah, yeah, never touched, never killed Zombie Hitler. <sighs> Awkward. Well, we still have. Can you imagine if we had played God Mode? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, running joke of the show. We still have to finish Wolfenstein. Yeah, we do. That'll be a. Uh... That'll probably be a good Thanksgiving weekend. Oh, no, it won't. You do not have the same schedule as me. Yes. Twist that knife. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. As you're just like I don't falling have off. a Thanksgiving week. As, as you're year. falling off the cliff and like my hand is not even outstretched. It's just in my pocket. Like, I'm sorry. There's nothing I can do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. My hands are full with these controllers. <laughs> as, as you're clearly still holding on, you haven't even started falling out. I'm like, I'm just, there's nothing. I got nothing to do. Controller and turkey leg. Oh. 
what? No. Then you dirty the controller. <laughs> Matt, I know you well enough to know that you I haven't not, eaten Thanksgiving you, in years. I don't know anymore. That's not even what I was going to say. I'm saying I know you well enough to know that you would never eat dirty food or food that would mess with your hands and then touch a keyboard or controller. No, I have um I actually keep uh what the hell is it called? Antibacterial hand sanitizer. Because I don't like when my hands get too greasy or sweaty. Yeah. Gotta hand sanitizer. Get dry them all up. Continue. Yeah. Give it a little nice clean clean. Because as we all know, Cheeto dust. I never understood the idea of Mountain Dew and Doritos as the gamer's food. Mountain Dew is fine. Doritos? Do you want orange hands? Do you want Trump hands playing on your controller? <laughs> then you have Trump controller. Worst combination of both things. You can play with a, you can play like a raptor. But yeah. Nobody wants to do that. Anyway. Yeah. Ooh, this one's long. Kind of. I just broke it down so it's easier to just bang through it real quick. Oh, that's right. I forgot about this story. But how can I forget when I have fucking Matt on this podcast Two as years a co-host? <laughs> and nine months after announcing it would build three full-length VR games. Surprise it knows what that number is. A number that Valve Software has historically never been able to count to before. I love that I make the joke and then Matt reads it. One of the most exciting announcements in VR's short history so far. The only exciting announcement? The company has to... Not today. This is written terribly. The company has announced Half-Life Alex. It's not three. Uh, the first new game in the acclaimed Half-Life series is well over in well over a decade. Actually, it's been... It doesn't matter. Uh, the first game, which takes place between the first and second Half-Life games. Uh, it's the latest entry in the franchise, obviously, since Episode 2 of Half-Life 2, which was in 2007. So, I just want to be clear, Matt. Yes. This takes place between 1 and 2. Yes. It's a prequel of sorts. That is fucking great. Yes. I'm already smiling at just the terribleness that that is. So, oh, people oh, can't wait for it. This is Half-Life. No, it's not. Not Half-Life 3. You ain't getting it. It's never happening. This is, uh, I read uh, a developer or someone at Valve, maybe, I don't know who it was, but said that this is more or less testing the waters to see if people would be receptive to an actual Half-Life 3. Mm. So basically they're saying, can we make a game good enough to please people? Like, mm. Yeah, no, no, you can't. Yeah, just we'll see. Just don't do it. Um, according to Valve, we can expect Alex to launch in March of 2020. And the title will be compatible with all PC VR headsets, uh, but it will be free for owners of the Valve Index. Um, so I'm just going to run through all the important shit about the game. Uh, the minimum system requirements was announced or released, whatever the hell you want to say, um, for you nerds out there who care about this stuff. Uh, the processor, the minimum system requirement for processor is a Core i5-7500 or a Ryzen 5-1600. Uh, 12 gigs of memory is the minimum. And then graphics card, it's GTX 1060 or an RX 580. And they just specify 6 gigs of VRAM as a minimum. And that's minimum, which yes. means that is chugging. Yes. VR minimums are not the same as desktop minimums. Yes. 
You you do not want to be looking at those going, hey, those are the things I have. I can play this. No. Yes. I'm genuinely curious because historically the Source engine, and this is supposed to be on the Source 2, mm-hmm. is very well optimized. The Apex one is great. So I'm I'm curious to see how that plays out how this plays out because they and they also did a curious they also did the minimum system requirements and then has not said anything about recommended and people have asked like journalists and stuff have asked which makes that scary yes because we know we got it running on this got it running yeah but we recommend 2080s like i'm just waiting for that line yeah i'm i'm expecting well if a 1060 is the minimum I'm assuming they're going to say recommended is a 2070 or 2070 super. Yeah. And then obviously that's like medium at ideal frame rate is recommended. Right. Yeah. Recommended is usually your middle ground. Yeah. So there's a chance you almost couldn't push. Yeah. High end. It wouldn't be worth it. Especially with VR because VR is like. VR gets real weird. Yeah. Um, you'll be wielding a way to manipulate gravity once again uh, in the form of gravity gloves. Cool. Um, you guys remember those Super Nintendo Power Gloves? You're welcome. That's what it looks like. Uh, here's a couple quotes we from... Found, we found them in the dumpster because nobody uses them anymore. <laughs> uh, some quotes from the Valve programmer, uh, David uh, Speyer. Um, it's not a side story nor an episodic one. It's the next part of the Half-Life story in a game around the same length as Half-Life 2. It's literally not the next part, David. Well, it does take place before the events of Half-Life 2. We actually recommend that you play through Half-Life 2, Episode 2, before you play Half-Life Alex for reasons that will become clear as you progress. Um, so that way we don't spoil Episode 2, Part 2 for you. I basically I'm betting that's exactly what it is. It's a possibility. So the way the Half Life story works, it kind of branches, um, specifically during the episode. So like, you get the main the the main main character is Gor- Doctor Gordon Freeman mm-hmm. doing his thing, and then Alex comes in in Half Life Two and becomes like a pretty substantial secondary character. What happens in Episode Two? Um, that's the the infamous fucking cliffhanger where like. You, it's pretty by modern standards. It's a pretty standard story where you. What's the cliffhanger? Uh, you find the solution to kick the combine out, but it's in a remote place, and it has to do with like a ship, and you have to get there. And like the, basically, it ends with. I don't even remember exactly how it ends. It's just like you are teleporting there or something, doing some weird thing that goes goes haywire. Alex involved at all? She is, yeah. G-Man? Always. Always around lurking. Um, Head crabs? Yeah, head crabs, of course. Always head crabs. Crowbars? Crates? Crates, yes. Crowbar? (laughs) No? So do you think they're saying, we're going to pick it up from there, but it's also not three? No, I think... I I think it's or gonna is it the be... stuff leading up to that cliffhanger, and yeah. then they also still end this on the yeah. same exact cliffhanger. That's... That would be perfect for me. I think, I think you they're basically gonna fill in why everything where where you're going is significant, but you still end up in the cliffhanger. Yes, 
that's totally what I'm expecting. I love that they would just go, we're going to end this shit the same way we ended the other one. Um, and everybody just go, no, no, God, why, no? <laughs> and the last quote is, of course, we'll have to wait and see how people react to Half-Life Alex once it's out, but we'd love to continue pushing forward. Yeah, because you haven't still told us what the other two VR titles are. Yeah. So Half-Life Gordon, Half-Life G-Man, <laughs> there's your other two titles. There will be advantages to using Valve's Index VR controllers. Uh, Valve's uh, Bronwyn Grimes told Upload VR that That's some... That's a strong, strong name. It is a strong name. Bronwyn Grimes. It's, not, it's a very video game name, It's too. a very... I picture him being the guy that showed up into the old West Town. They've heard of him, mm-hmm. but they've never seen him. And there's like, Grimes is the name. Bronwyn. They're like, oh, Bronwyn Grimes. It's been a long time we've been looking for you. Uh, maybe it's Half-Life Bronwyn Grimes. <laughs> the last one. No, it's just Half-Life Grimes. Uh, Upload VR, he said that, uh, quote, fun but not required interactions will, uh, end quote, interactions like being able to crush a can in your hand won't be available on other controllers. Which is weird. Uh, you can play in room scale, sitting, or standing. Uh, there's three movement styles. You can teleport. You can shift, which is smoothly zoom from point A to B, point B. Or you can just walk continuously. Uh, and you can use trigger-based controllers or finger-tracking controllers. Um, the game will use the Source 2 engine. Uh, and they will provide a set of tools for anyone to build their own new levels. If it's a $60 game, $50, $54 if you pre-order. And it's free for index owners. And that's the uh, long and short of it. I'm, I'm 110%... Super intrigued to see how this all goes. I I have no horse in the race other than to that's, want. I was to, gonna say this is not. That's not. I a hundred percent true. I don't have a a true horse in the race. I'm the guy hoping that one of the horses gets shot with the trank halfway around turn two. Yeah, there you go. I don't have any true. I didn't put money on the race. I'm just here for a good time and some drama. And I'm really hoping somebody's trying to rig the race and shoots the horse in the ass with a tranquilizer around around turn two, and then the whole thing becomes a CSI episode. I'm uh, I'm clearly interested, obviously, but I am unwilling to drop heavy amounts of coinage on something that's not. It has to be clearly worth it, right? So, do, do we believe that that trailer, which is a beautiful trailer, plays that smooth and is on the minimum settings? It is on minimum hardware, I mean. No, absolutely not. I'm I'm assuming the trailer that we see is that's what you get if you have the best com- not not want to say the best, but if you have like damn close. Damn close, like a 2080 that's what I'm expecting. Super probably. I'm gonna just say 2080 because I don't. I, I'll give them a little bit of a benefit of the doubt. Yeah, they. <laughs> there's also no way that that I think plays as smooth as it showed. They showed at all. You they think? showed. I mean, it might visually do that. I do not believe that the touch controls would be as good as they were. Um, I unless this guy ran through that demo 
perfect numerous times, numerous times to get that the all those mm-hmm. cuts correct. I cannot believe, and this goes this isn't necessarily the game's fault, but it also will come into like the fault of the player. So I can't mm-hmm. nece- I can't blame the game one hundred percent. But you see him clip a gun, pull and shoot flawlessly. I have faith simply because With, without doing what you see other games do which is a select point and click to snap grab a clip. Mm-hmm. You see him just reach down and do it, and I'm like, that is not how that's going to work. Or I, it might work, but it might not be that. I, I have faith for two two reasons again. Here we go. Two reasons. I said I two hate. reasons. Reason number one. Um, the, the gravity gloves kind of gives them a excuse to have like some sort of you know, pull. pull. And the second one is if they're, it's Valve, so that they're probably using the index during that, that trailer. Right. And the they're index manip- controllers yeah. have like crazy finger tracking button yeah. crap. So. But it's just like there's, there's just things where I'm like, I, I, don't, I can't think that it's going to work exactly that way. Or they're not going to factor in potentially for one thing. That will horribly break everything else. Yeah. Like one guy will just be like, well, what if I just did this? And he does it. And they're like, well, that's the game. Like, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm curious. The thing it's interesting for me from a practical standpoint is I was um, basing my computer upgrades around Cyberpunk, which is launching in April. Right. And now there's this, which is coming in March. And it kind of shifted my focus like, all right, so if, if this is going to be worth, worth it, then I need to kind of, I mean, in theory, you should be roughly around the same specs. Yeah. Same. That's what I'm assuming as well. So it's just going to be your timeline. Your timeline has shifted. I would, this, depending if it's worth it, it might force, depending on what the industry is doing. I might, I might do a video card upgrade sooner than anticipated why are you on a 20 series um yeah 2060 but if it's one of those situations to where i i find that well it's it's not worth the conversation on the podcast but the long story short is i am finding that it's not i like to run everything at high settings and have the i don't want to give up the frame rate your 2060 clocked lower than my 1070 Ti? No, it's my 2060 runs pretty high on clocks. It's just, uh, I think I don't know for sure. I gotta, I gotta. Experiment. I don't. Th- I still don't think you need a graphics. I think you need a new processor. I agree. That's definitely the the yeah. core issue. But I'm thinking I don't want to sacrifice visual fidelity and frame rate, and I'm finding that even on GPU heavy games that don't really care about the processor too much. I'm finding that I can't maintain a high frame rate with high settings as well. I'm intrigued. We'll talk about this more in a minute. Okay. But uh, yeah, that's all I got. Anything else? Nope. All right. Bonus episode coming up next. We're going to talk game of the year stuff. Uh, only at a in terms of how it relates to the game awards. We didn't do it now because we're going to probably take like 30 minutes to get through it. Uh, but it'll be an entire episode on its own. So we'll talk to you guys in a bit. Bye. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.